Opinions on objects. Musings on miscellany. What we think about this, that, and everything else. My name's Jack. And my name's Andy. And And you're listening to Jack and Andy's Thoughts on Stuff. Hi, everyone. We're back. Oh, (laughs) finally. Finally. It's been a while. We've had a good break. I hope everybody else has had a good break. I've caught COVID. Yeah. Um, I'm probably about to catch COVID. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, it's all good, so that's fine. Um, today we're going to kind of start off with a topic that we've both – or topic interests that we've both been into for quite a few years now, mm. um, and that is K-pop. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, of course, as usual, we will diverge from there onto yes. other – topics as well but recently obviously bts is just taking over the world at the moment yeah that's crazy yeah which is weird considering we were watching them back when they debuted in like 2013 Mm. and we we thought they were good like we liked dope you know that we liked that song but i never thought they'd get as big as what they are because at that point in time we really loved big bang and we thought big bang were gonna take over the world so they were still kind of like Oh, how old are these guys? Ooh, too young. <laughs> all right, I can enjoy that. They're cute, though. Mm. Um, oh, they're Big all very attractive. We're, like, closer to our age. <laughs> yes. So it felt fine. <laughs> Although now, BTS are quite old. Well, not quite yeah, well, old, they're but all, for the Korean pop yeah. music industry. Well, Jin's 29, so yeah. he's going to be 30 this year, I think. Mm. Um, and he's coming up to his military service, which is why I think that they're kind of gone a little bit inactive at the moment um yeah well not so much inactive but i don't think they've released anything new as a group for since um maybe permission to dance or butter yeah, came butter. out yeah it's older yeah. Mm, i feel like permission to dance came after butter but mm. maybe i don't know they all came around around the same time but that's the that's where big bang didn't break in they didn't break into the english world and they really no. could have like we were yeah, waiting for, for that sure. but then they all had to go off to military service and and then sungri like went and got that freaking is it asshole yeah. and went and got into that scandal and and left the band and now they've just been inactive since. So. Yeah, it's a bit disappointing. As much as I love BTS, I still think in their prime, um, Big Bang were a better group. Mm. Their characters were a bit more iconic and that sort of thing. Mm. But yeah, they seem to miss the time of when it became really popular. In the US, like I know BTS is kind of the reason K-pop is so popular mm. now, but I feel like Big Bang were just as good, mm. but something didn't happen to work out right for them like it did for BTS. Yeah. Sometimes I wonder if it is that the characters were a bit too coarse. Yeah. Like BTS have a lot of, like there's a lot of cuteness and a lot of kindness and a lot of sexiness as well like there's they've got a lot of duality whereas i feel in big bang there really wasn't a lot of duality only Mm. really g-dragon had that duality yeah realistically yeah that's true it's like um it's the old some boy bands are really geared towards female audiences Mm. and big bang were but they had a kind of a more neutral feeling to Mm. them but bts is definitely more like we're not afraid to be sexy but soft and gentle and cute all mm. at the same time a mm. big bang was more like i can be cute but i'm mostly sexy and edgy yeah edgy was their yeah. thing realistically towards the end uh, wasn't it but made was such a good album like that last yeah, that album was. they br- brought out and we were lucky enough to go and see them when they were mm. in melbourne that was such a great album and 
I think those made songs are still like a cut above the rest, realistically. Yeah. I mean, no, I, I still like listen to all those songs, yeah, and they're like, still often, they yeah. still hit well. Like they still, mm. I mean, I like BTS's current. Like I like their English songs, yeah. like Dynamite, Beat Butter, Permission I to Dance. I love Butter. I don't yeah. know why. It just hit something right <laughs> in my brain. I really like them, but when you listen to their Korean songs, like aside from maybe Fire and Dope, like I do like their Korean songs, but mm. I love Big Bang's Korean songs. Like they're so catchy. Like Bang yeah. Bang Bang. Don't know what's going like, on. At yeah, all, but yeah. You want to know? You want to be able to sing the song? Exactly. I just I really like their Korean songs. Yeah. Yeah, another band that I've gotten into recently, which actually is quite popular, I've I've come to realize is Stray Kids. That's um, right. I was supposed to look them up. I have. Yeah, not. but they they've got two Aussies, which is why I was like, mm-hmm. I'm gonna you know back these guys. It's amazing but, how I, many Australians there actually are in mm, um, Koreans pop um, scene. Yeah. What was it? Ah, oh, you know that one that was um, they broke up. And he came back to Australia and he was on Pop Asia a lot. He like, started being a host for things. What group was he from? Is that Kevin back. Kim? I don't think. Same as Kevin? Maybe, maybe it was Kevin. Oh, are you talking about... Um, uh, I follow him on... What was his group called? Because they were really popular at the time. Yeah. Like, just before they broke up, they were super popular. CC something... I can't remember. Oh, so many groups. It's been a while. I know it has been a while. We, we have we got into K-pop when we SBS had Pop Asia on yes. TV. It was like old school music video show on on TV, and we mm. would watch it every Sunday morning. And that's when we got into K-pop. Yeah, like um, I still like K-pop, and I still listen to the newer stuff. But I use Spotify now, so mm. I'll play like K-pop hits or twenty twenty one K-pop. Mm. But I don't remember them as well as mm. I used to. And I think it's because I haven't got anything visual to, to link them to. yeah. So I think, yeah. I, there probably is plenty of new artists that I really like. Except I don't know who to listen to, who to pick out from the rest. And I used to at least have a curated sort of selection given to me by Pop Asia. Yeah. Along with videos. Yeah, exactly. I, I do the thing where I, I'll li- like listen to a playlist on Spotify and then I'll... If I really like a song, I'll go and look at the video clip mm. and watch the video clip. But then sometimes too on YouTube, I'll just search up like latest pop K-pop songs or something. Yeah. But it's like I don't. I'm I'm not a huge like I was. I'm, I don't know if it's just because I like the boys, <laughs> <laughs> but I've never really gotten in or enjoyed the girls' songs as much. I did. Mm. I did like when it was four minute, like crazy, you know, with um. CL yeah, you did like them for a while. Yeah, and to anyone, yeah. like I like um. I liked those. I like the edgy girl groups. I'm not so fond of the the, cute, the cutie yeah. cutesy kind of girl groups. On the other hand, I love the cutesy one. Yeah. I love girlfriends and you like twice. Twice, twice is good. I like you like Mama Moo though. Mama Moo is my favorite. Edgy, yeah, yeah. Mama Moo is more like the the Big Bang <laughs> sort of version. It's got cutesy stuff in it, but they're all, they're also more just cool and edgy, and they got a lot of humor as well, mm. which I appreciate. Mm. But um, yeah, I like the girls. K-pop groups what as much, if not more, than the guys' K-pop groups yeah. even, for some reason. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm the opposite. Oh, but... Red Velvet, I think they're called. I like them yeah, too. Red Velvet. What about the hmm. one that Amber's in? What, was they, what were they um, called? Were they for something as well? What were they called? I've only 
been listening to like Amber for so long, I forgot she was part of a group. <laughs> they had like a pun name. Yeah, it was. I thought it was like four something. I didn't realize she's Taiwanese American. Yeah, she's Taiwanese American. Oh, uh, FX. 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 Yeah. Four. It FX. must be the FX. F part of it. There were four of them, I think, in it. Wasn't yeah, there was yeah. four of them. Yeah, and Amber was like the rapper. Yeah, yeah. That's the interesting thing about um, K-pop. I think Amber Liu is like was it Vietnamese American and Taiwanese, some, American. Taiwanese American, but somehow she's in a Korean K-pop yeah. like, band, <laughs> or she was rather. She's a solo artist now. Well, that's like Bam Bam from Got Right. I'm pretty sure he's Taiwanese as well. Mm. Um, but I, yeah, yeah. I, I was just like I, I'm. I'm like, do they know the language before they go, or do they go and then learn the language? Because that would be mm. a really strong hard crash course. And oh, for sure. Like, I think if it was someone like me, it'd just be learning how to sing the songs. I wouldn't know what the hell I'm saying <laughs> at all. I'd have a vocal coach telling me what points to put emphasis on, and yeah. that pretty much be it. Yeah, like, yeah. I just go by feel. <laughs> you know, I was thinking too the other day because I got into listening to BTS and stuff, and this was like 2020 when we kind of had a lot of lockdowns, and I was mm. kind of we were a bit more home by ourselves and stuff. Because when did you move out? End of 2020, but you were yeah. away on the weekends and yeah, stuff, I so I had a lot more time to myself. And I guess what we didn't have when we first started is like now they have like V Live and all of these yeah, ways yeah. to interact more with the idol groups. That's and definitely different. We just had yeah. to Google things. And yeah, we had to watch the videos and tidbits or yeah. What's his face? The guy, the male host of Pop Asia, would interview them yeah, occasionally. Yeah, if they came Andy. To Oh, yeah, it was Andy. Andy, I forget his surname, but yeah. Yeah, buddy Andy. Yeah, we didn't, we didn't get to have that interaction as much. Mm. And like when, when last year, like 2020, I think it was when I started kind of BTS were bringing out their English songs a lot more and I started getting more interested in them because I was, I was interested in BTS because especially that album that had fire on it and stuff like that. I went, remember fire. I went fire to Sydney good. and I saw them. Is it fire that we had that? Um, drinking game that you have to drink every single time you see or hear the word fire. Yeah, I think so. And then like every five seconds, <laughs> yeah, at it least, was like shocking fire. so much alcohol. That would have been crazy night. Mm-hmm. But they like I then started watching their BTS run on V Live, mm. and that got me to see more of their personalities, and that like drew me in a lot more. Yeah, because I'm like, it's really nice to see how long, how much they get together, and how much how well they get along together. Mm. And it's like Stray Kids. I had seen. I think I started following them on Instagram because I like had one of their songs that came up on my Spotify list, and I was like, oh, I like these guys. So I started following them on Instagram, and then saw that Felix and Bang Chan were. Australian, so I was like, oh, and Felix is really cute. <laughs> I was just like, oh, I like this cuteness. Like this, it's like watching a like looking at puppies. But um, yeah, kind of dopamine hit, yeah. you know. So, but then I like started on YouTube. Like I, I didn't so much on V Live, but on YouTube, there's so much, and there's like this weekly idol show, and I found like their appearances on this weekly idol show and just watching them personalities and how how much they laugh at each other <laughs> and how they laugh at each other. I'm like, that's what makes me I'm like for them, I don't dislike their music, but I like their personalities and how they get along mm. as a group more than I enjoy 
listening to the music yeah, if really. that makes sense yeah it's like watching your favorite like your favorite sitcom or something yeah so they're real yeah. people that's yeah at least partially their real personalities yeah yeah it's very different to the way we do pop culture in western countries because yeah, you think um like, i'd like to know if japanese and korean pop music evolved together to be mm. a very sort of fan service oriented sort of thing so that's very popular in japan for a long time yeah like their pop idols are in like their tv shows mm. and their like reality tv shows yeah. the game shows they're everywhere yeah japan's very, like because i've been watching a lot of korean dramas mm. as well and compared to like what we've watched for j dramas like Korean dramas just—they've just—it's like they're just on another level. It's like Korea has just taken the <laughs> entertainment industry and just like really gotten a great model. Yeah. And I feel—I don't know whether they've copied it from Japan or vice versa. They've got a very similar they, way of doing things, yeah, very but familiar, Japan yeah. just doesn't seem to hit on it. It's like in Korean like dramas and stuff. I don't know. They—they they do the looks better, mm. whereas in Japan, like sometimes the looks just look so fake i feel like yeah. what well, japan does well at, look at japanese pop music and mm. korean pop music like the video clips the korean ones are much more polished yeah and much more professionally done and i think there's um a lot of stuff in japan in general it seems very kind of like a small group of people trying their best to make it work mm. as professional looking as they can mm. yeah and i'm not no, not, no offense it's appeal to yeah. it yeah yeah but there's nothing against japan it's just no. more like it's it's just different the way they do things like yeah and the korean dramas like i've watched some amazing ones recently um and i will name them i've i just finished watching her private life which has um I don't know, I think her, she's going to be one of my favourite actor, actresses. <laughs> I think, well, uh, I never know how to say their names, but... Um, I'm terrible with Korean. Yeah, Park, Park's... Um, uh, she, she's in this other one that I watched called What's Wrong with Secretary Kim as well, but I didn't love her character. Park Min-young, I didn't love her character in... Because she, you know, we were just talking about before, before we started recording this podcast about... Mm when the, um, you get the characters that, like, lose their shit if the guy oh, just yeah. says something wrong <laughs> or looks at them the wrong way and they get so embarrassed and they hit them. Yeah. She's kind of like – she was kind of like that in, like, What's Wrong with Secretary Kim, but in her private life, in that one, she's a she's a K-pop fan and she's, like, a full fangirl for this one particular group and she, like, ma- she's the master of a fan site and everything. <laughs> and – um but she doesn't want people at work to know mm. that because she's an older, she's in her 30s, she's an older fangirl. Yeah. Um, so she, yeah, she, but she's so much more true to herself and she doesn't, like, get all young yeah. and immature around her feelings, which I really like. But there was another one that I watched recently on Netflix called Nevertheless and I really liked that one mm. too. And that wasn't one of those ones where I was just frustrated at the miscommunication <laughs> all the time, which is what happens. I think that's why I don't enjoy Japanese dramas as much because yeah. there's always the, miscom- the the things that they don't say to each other. And I, f- and I think that that's a lot of lot to do with Japanese culture in general. True. It doesn't feel out of place. Um, yeah. It does when you're reading manga. Yeah. Like, you know, even though it's set in Japan, you can tell the artist is um, just drawing things out for the sake of, like, more panels and more side characters get thrown in like you really could have solved this problem 
like three chapters yeah. ago, if you just <laughs> said this one thing to each other, yeah. sort of thing. But in the dramas, it does seem more realistic. Like, ah, it's inappropriate for me to say anything about that right now, mm. or that sort of thing. Yeah. But um, I don't know. It's been a while since I watched Japanese drama. I know. Well, I've made to fix it. Finish that chocolatier one. Ah, oh, I don't know. Oh, yeah, we need, we did start watching that one. The one that mm. we got the with the old mate in it DVD. <laughs> 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 yeah, I watched Ten Million Yen Women on um, Netflix. Yeah. That's a Japanese <laughs> drama. That was actually pretty good. I did like that one, but it was more a thriller than a drama. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, it was. It's about this guy who's an author, and his father killed his mother, yeah. and his father's in prison, and so he's this author who wrote one book, and his 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 editor loves the book, and he thinks it should be more popular than it is, mm. and he's been trying to work to get him to release another one and trying to make him popular and stuff. But then these five women, I think it's five, yeah, five women turn up at his house and tell, and say that they've all been paid ten million yen. To come and live with him oh. and rather than question it he just lets them live <laughs> with him but it's really it's actually a really good really interesting show and then there's shows like alice in borderland which mm. came out before squid game and is so much is so good yeah and i mean I've, I've watched a couple of episodes of squid game so i can't really say it's better because i haven't watched all of squid game but i saw an article the other day saying oh if you if you're having withdrawals from squid game here's another thing that yeah. we found and i'm like it's been out longer than squid game <laughs> Now, they brought out a new um, Netflix Korean drama at the moment about zombies in high school. Yeah, high school so or the dead or something. Yeah, like that, yeah, so it'll be the new thing that they're yeah. trying to get everyone to Remember there's into. that anime called High School yeah. of the Dead? It's, I think the name of the Korean one's slightly different, but mm. it's so similar. Yeah, yeah. Definitely very close. Is that High School of the Undead or something like that? I can't mm. remember what it was called, but yeah, I saw yeah, that on Netflix yeah. too. Yeah. We watched the first episode, um, my partner and I, and it was all right, but... We kind of decided that we didn't like teenagers enough to tolerate them, <laughs> even if most of them are going to die. I know. I feel like that's why I've liked the the Korean dramas that I've watched recently, because the J-dramas that I've watched are always the ones that are based off manga. So they're all like these high school ones, and yeah. the high school kids are always freaking annoying, yeah, whereas so the K-dramas that I've watched have all been based on adult life or college life mm. sort of thing, like nevertheless they're art students. That's um, good. I yeah. wish I had more manga about like college level students. Ah, same, same. So much. It would be so much better. Or university, rather. Yeah, the BL. Like BL is always <laughs> about like work life, like working men or something like yeah. that. Um, but odd. Something. There's there's also like a lot of high school boy BL as well. But mm. there's more. You you see yeah. more. Bi- um, it's almost BL like a pretty fifty fifty sort of split. At least they'll be, you know, in university or higher versus or high school. Like, there's yeah. a half and half chance you're going to get one or the other. But with, like, um, GL, mm. it's pretty much always in high school. Yeah. The only time you get um, adult romance storylines is usually in, like, on web comics, mm. which isn't real, you know, necessarily Japanese BL. It's, like, other countries yeah. <laughs> GL. GL, yeah. So I don't know why, but I guess it's different appeals. I know. It's just... It's There's only so many abs you can get a high school teenage boy <laughs> yeah. without it looking a bit weird. Yeah. I don't know. It looks, uh, I don't know. And it's like you don't get really, like, I don't know, it's hard to find even um, adult sort of, like, world manga that isn't 
yeah, annoying true. either. I did watch, um, have you ever watched My Annoying Senpai on Funimation? No, I, I have like, um, seen it a couple of times. Yeah, like, I like My Annoying through. Senpai. <laughs> Actually, I was going to say before, there is an um, anime out about a woman who really loves like an idol group. Yeah. And she like goes to their shows and stuff. It's got something weird like, I would just die if my favourite idol could make it to the grand <laughs> stage and like that. Really yeah. long names. I yeah. love that. It's like they couldn't come up with anything smaller. No. So, but it's, it's fashion yeah. these days. Yeah, she's like got glasses and a ponytail and she's like got the um, headband tied on <laughs> the like jacket and the glow sticks doing the dances and yeah. stuff. Uh, I, I, don't, I only learnt from that her private life one about sus i think they call them sasang or sasayang or something which are like the crazy fans who mm. are the ones that like you know will um bully any women who are seen with idols and like yeah, make death threats ridiculous. and all that that's just i'm like those people seriously have mental health issues and yeah. need to go and get some help. counseling yeah watching bts and looking i was I had like a, I don't know, a couple of months ago, I had like a day where I was just at home and I literally just like binged watched anything on YouTube to do with BTS. <laughs> but I've noticed that there's a lot of, you know, those reaction videos? Mm. There's a lot of these channels, like American channels and stuff, doing these reaction videos to BTS. And I think that it's to draw an army to subscribe to their channel. Like, I think uh, it's yeah. just one of those, like, ploys to, army yeah, to follow you, you're all set. Yeah, I think it's just a ploy to get subscriptions mm. so that they can make money. So any army listening to this, <laughs> don't do it because I feel like they're just using you. Yeah, exactly. Look at the rest of their content, see if there's anything else K-pop related or BTS related. Yeah, exactly. I mean, on the subject of BTS, like, mm. I just, Jimin is just sexy ass. Like, they just all have their charms. Really? Is it John Cook that wears a police uniform? Yeah. In dope? Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's the sexy. youngest one. <laughs> but then Jimin in Blood, Sweat and Tears when he does the dance in Blood, Sweat and Tears. Mm, you know I that? remember Oh my goodness. I'm just like, there. You know, my only sexy, sexy <laughs> K pop boys. I know, and V2. Like, I just, I watched it, I've watched a couple of the videos at my mum and dad's house, and my mum will sit there and watch them. She's like, they're so pretty. Why are they so pretty? They look like women. I'm like, yeah, they, they have femininity, but somehow their femininity is also masculine, and it's just sexy as hell. And I'm like, yeah. I don't know if that says anything about <laughs> me, but, um, I, I know I also showed a man from work that I used to work with I was because mm. he was interested to see what it was all about and stuff and I showed him some videos and he's he was very comfortable with his sexuality and he was just like they are like sexy men mm. and he's like this and he said the same as me they're like they're feminine but masculine at the same time I'm like yes I don't know how they do it I, I can't even do feminine as well as they do <laughs> no, it exactly. they're more of a girl and more of a man I'll ever be yeah Exactly. I don't know, don't know what that makes me, but yeah. neither. <laughs> it's just crazy. But I think it's also just the Western um, point of view. Like our idea of a respectable man is to be as intensely masculine as you possibly can. Mm. And anything that's less than that is usually shamed as being too gay. And some people would argue that it's because men who appeal directly to women and have no interest in appealing to men, offend men, mm. in a weird kind of homoerotic way for some reason. <laughs> you think it'd be fine, 
if a guy was like, I'm not here to appeal to men, I'm here to appeal to women, you'd be like, ah, oh, good job, very mm. heterosexual. Mm. <laughs> but for some reason, it just weeds the fuck out of a lot of masculine men. I know, it's really bizarre, yeah. isn't it? It's just like, it's not for you. Mm. It's for young girls who like cute boys and don't feel like they're going to get attacked yeah. by them. Yeah. It's not for you. No, exactly. It's not your cup of tea. It wasn't made for you. <laughs> it wasn't brewed in a pot for you. It wasn't poured into a cup for you. Go away. I know. It's just... I and There's just something about... I've been thinking about it recently too, like... Because I, I see a lot of people online comment, you know, and when I watch those YouTube videos and stuff, they'll say why stray kids saved me from depression or why mm. bts like got me out of the darkness and stuff like that and i really do think that it's like looking at puppies like yeah. you just well as a connoisseur of cuteness yeah. i should agree <laughs> yeah. i love all things cute and it just makes me happy yeah at one time i had an idea of having like a, a really cute cafe with like the pastel themes mm. and that sort of thing and i was thinking of mixing cuteness with like medical icono- iconography <laughs> kind of like the japanese do with like sort of manga styles with like the oversized um needle and that sort of yeah. stuff it's like it's cute therapy i really think sometimes that seeing cute things just make you feel so much better definitely and that, i think that they do i think what k-pop idols do really well and what their school i guess trained to do really well is to make fans feel like they're actually really genuinely there for them only mm. sort of thing um, I don't think that that's always good for K-pop idols, and and you no, know for me, I've a, always really worried about their mental health. And, I'm pretty and sure there's been a, a few a real issue in Korean yeah. pop culture about that sort of stuff. Yeah, because there has been suicides, unfortunately, mm. in the K-pop world, and I really worry. Like, it's not healthy for these boys at their age in their 20s and these women Mm. in their 20s to not be able to be in relationships like that's not healthy or normal like they should be able to live normal lives and their fans should be happy for them to be happy i think a lot of fans need to grow up and just accept it i guess it probably comes down to that thing where one group can have girlfriends but they won't make as much money as the group that doesn't Mm. and because it is just a giant media machine in Mm. korea they're trying to make as much money as possible. Mm. They're always going to push for the more profitable option. Yeah. Which is a big problem. And their work schedules apparently are yeah. ridiculous as well. But it sounds like they don't eat or sleep properly. And they're told to be on diets and, you know, mm. they have to constantly watch their weight. And it, it is – there is a lot of stuff that I really – that really concerns me about – like I – I'm like, if I see a K-pop idol, I just want them to, like, have a happy life, you know? Like, they make me mm. happy, I want them to be happy, yeah, exactly. sort of thing, you know? And I just think that we should be happy for them to have happiness. Yeah, exactly. Mm. It's hard to enjoy something when you know there's suffering behind it as well. Yeah. So yeah. I, I feel like some, like, my brother obviously gets into wrestling as well, and I just, mm. I was just thinking, K-pop's like wrestling. You know how they say, like, oh, they're, they're not real musicians? Yeah. It's like, well, they actually are. Like, they they might go in it a way that's not conventional, like the way we do in Western society. But yeah. it doesn't mean that musicians in Korea don't also go that way, like create independent music and stuff like that. But a lot of these people do. They are making music all the time. They love yeah. making music. Like, you know, they are writing their own songs, like. Well, it's kind of like if you look at um, a lot of groups in J-pop, mm. there's dedicated roles. And you can tell that some of the group 
aren't singers. Mm. They're there to dance. Mm. They're yeah. the best dancer, and you've never heard them yeah. sing anything except as part of a group. Yeah. <laughs> you know they can't sing. That's okay. They're not employed for that. Yeah. And there's no problem with that. They're still talented in their respective areas. Mm. I think people just like to try and um, delegitimize, if mm. that's a real word, <laughs> just their like authority or claim to mm. respect. Yeah. I think a lot of the time. Yeah. Definitely. It's just ridiculous because, yeah. like, you say, oh, he's not a real musician because he's only a singer. I'm like, he's still a music artist. Mm. Yeah, exactly. You know, how many sing- uh, How many musicians who can't fucking sing at all <laughs> still end up being the leads of their rock groups? <laughs> I think back it's, to some of the old punk bands, you yeah, know, and I just think, singing. oh, my God, terrible singers, but they had something, you know, and that's the yeah. same with K- K-pop. Like, mm. they might not be – but I'm just thinking, like, I didn't know J-Hope – was a dancer before he got into BTS, but oh. he's an he's also a very good rapper. Mm. Like it's like in Stray Kids, Hyunjin is very much into his dancing, and yeah. that's his thing. But he's also a rapper, and they don't do a bad job at that either. Mm. You know, got some talent. Yeah, I'm just like they're not gonna like pick people who have no yeah, talent exactly. Or it's a very at all. As far as I'm aware, it's a very stringent. Um, process yeah, exactly. of choosing who's going to be in groups yeah. so they definitely have to have talent mm. before they get in there yeah um to diverge again to <laughs> j-pop although rather it's more like j-metal mm. it reminds me of how um is it baby metal mm. got given a lot of flack by um true metal heads about how their music isn't proper metal mm. and what band was it they were touring with they did something with Metallica, didn't they? Yeah, I think it was Metallica. Mm. And Metallica came out, like, to their own fans. Like, stop giving these girls shit. They mm. work hard mm. and they're very metal. Just yeah. leave them alone. What yeah. is wrong with you? They're more metal than you'll ever be. That may – I was thinking about this before. Like, this people who get on the hate wagon. Yeah. And I'm just like, what are these – what is your problem? Like, I don't understand what these people are doing to harm you. Like, why mm. do you have so much hate – towards them like my brother he's quite an eclectic music lover but he gets he gets into that mindset of like oh I don't like it because it's different from what they did before and I'm just like fuck if I was a musician I wouldn't want to be like you know someone like Metallica who's been around for like 40 years or something I wouldn't want to be making the same style of like the exact same style of music all the time for those 40 years like every record sounds the same Mm. um there's a band that i do like but there's a couple of bands i like where they like that and i'm just like they've released five albums and i'm like i can't there's nothing different about any of these albums it's like you've just gotten the same template and written the songs with the same template i'm like that bores the shit out of me it gets very boring like um i love acdc but I remember they brought out a new album for the first time in ages, mm-hmm. but and now it's ages ago, like mm-hmm. 10 years ago. It was it Black Ice, I think, they brought out? Mm. And it was a good album, but not, it sounded just like regular ACDC music. Yeah. You listen to it, you're like, yep, that's ACDC. Yeah. But there was nothing new or standouting or memorable at all mm. about any of the songs. Yeah. Um, and it's a bit disappointing. Like, I love the Gorillas. Sometimes I wish they'd go back and do more of their 90s mm. style. pop rock style. But at least they're always interesting. Whenever they pop up on my feeds, I'm like, oh, what the hell are they up to now? What's this new <laughs> style of music they're try- trying out yeah. for this? It's interesting. And people aren't made to do the same thing forever without changing. We're not machines. No, exactly. I think an expectation 
um, in terms of like music type, but also in like the Korean um, K-pop world of like work schedules, mm. humans that weren't meant to work that much every mm. single day yeah. in order to produce the same thing over and over oh, again. God, how boring would it be fucking yeah. being? Like, seriously, it's not good for your health, mental no. or physical, and it's just not how we were meant to be. We weren't meant to be born into the world to do one specific very narrow thing mm. for our entire existence. No, exactly. It's not what being human is about. No. I just don't understand haters, hey. Like, I'm like, it says more about you than it does the thing you hate. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I'm like, I'm probably hating on haters right now. <laughs> but it's not so much that I hate them. I'm just like, I don't understand the mindset. Like, no, why would you bother? Yeah, exactly. It's just weird. Yeah. Like, I understand um, there's often a potential argument behind the hate, mm. but it gets overshadowed by just hating itself. Like, mm. um... Switch to video games for a second. Mm. The new GTA was mm. rumored to have a main character being a female, mm. and that just really pissed off a lot of people. Mm. And the argument is that the only reason they're making it a girl is to be politically correct and to get on like a bandwagon. And following trends rather than staying true to yourself is an issue. But at the same time, those people probably haven't considered that hey, maybe women are half the population, so mm. eventually it makes sense there's going to be a female main character. Mm. And that's all. There's nothing deeper to it mm. than that. <laughs> and if there is a little bit of, like, ah, oh, we'll be more diverse and have a female main mm. character, that's fine. Mm. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. No. <laughs> as long as they do it well, mm. then there isn't going to be an issue. No, exactly. And doing it well, that's mm, everyone's own opinion sort mm. of thing. Like... For me personally, if they have a female main character and she's really stereotypical, ditzy female with ever-inflated balloon <laughs> boobs and all this sort of stuff and gets around the entire game in hot pants and a crop top, <laughs> then I don't think that's been done very well. No. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure those guys who originally objected to having a female character will think it's fine <laughs> because they can see her boobs and butt a lot and they'll forget to be annoyed about <laughs> it. But that isn't actually doing it well because they're not portraying a well-rounded, well-thought-through character. No, exactly. So, you know, it depends on your point of view to an extent. Mm. But unless something's really blatantly going against its own ethics for the sake of jumping on a trend, mm. I don't really think you can complain too much. No, exactly. But, I don't know, I feel like haters, I think it says more about them than it does, like I was saying. I don't think I, I can't remember if I said it before. It says more about them than it does about whatever it is that they hate. Hmm. Like, if you are hating something so much, like, yeah, I think that's, the things you've that got I've some ever sort of been... serious issue with yourself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I think back on the things that I used to get joint the bandwagons of hate, I used to jump on. I don't feel that way anymore. Mm. And I can't imagine why I did. And it was just like, I had worked up my own idea in my head mm. and I thought that was legitimate and then didn't bother thinking about it any deeper mm. after that. Mm. And it was more about me and my opinions of things than anything else. Do you think it has a lot to do with lazy thinking? I think so. Mm. And um, polarisation and mm. misunderstanding. Yeah. Like, um, so I'm non-gender, for example, mm. but I'm not going to correct people on pronouns, mm. mostly because I still use she, her pronouns, mm. so there's nothing to correct um, but whenever you hear someone talk about non-gendered people, it's always like, oh, how am I supposed to know what pronoun they mm. use? And like, 
that's not the issue. That's the least concern of yours. Mm. If you get it wrong and they correct you, you go, ah, cool. Yeah. And then you use the new one mm. you've been told to use. Mm. That's not an issue. They're not going to attack you mm. for getting it wrong. They will act as if, oh, I say one little thing incorrect I accidentally offend mm. them. They're going to scream at me. Like, no, mm. no human being actually does that. And if they are, then they've, they've got a problem. Yes, they have their own <laughs> mental yeah. health issues that they need to deal with. Yes, exactly. It's not you to worry about. No. But people exactly. seem to build up ideas. Like, oh, yeah. this and person I've... is saying there's only two genders, but maybe they mm. forgot to mention other alternatives. Mm. Or, oh, this person is saying that women don't really exist. And mm. I'm like, no, they didn't. You <laughs> took one line they said <laughs> once and take it out of context. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sometimes like people want to hate on something. Yeah. So they'll make up a fictional thing in their brain to hate against. Yeah. I often wonder if it has a lot to do with anxiety. Mm. Like a whole, you know, that whole anxiety about um, stepping out of line, being hated, not being liked, overthinking yeah. stuff to the point, you know, and then... And just fear and then, as Yeah, well, fear, exactly. Mm. Like the that whole... It's like... It's not even fear, really. It's dread, isn't it? It's mm. like dreading, um, you know, dreading getting it wrong and being called out. But, like, if you do it and you get called out, it's like, oh, it's not the end of the world. Yeah. You get what I mean? So like, circle back around to zombies, yeah. <laughs> oddly enough. Um I started playing Dying Light yesterday, uh, Dying Light 2, mm-hmm. I should specify, yeah. which is a new zombie game, survival mm-hmm. game that came out, I was going to say on PlayStation 5, mm-hmm. but I'm pretty sure it's on multiple platforms. <laughs> anyway, I started playing it, and apparently the zombies are more um, volatile at night time, they get mm-hmm. faster, mm-hmm. and it starts you off in the game in twilight, mm-hmm. you've got to get to a tower, and there's no zombies around, you're in the middle of nature, it's actually really beautiful. Mm-hmm. But I was sitting there playing it, and my boyfriend had already played this part of the game. And I'm like, is it going to be night before I get there? Is it going to let me get there before the zombies come out? What is this? And then I see a zombie. I'm like, fucking not going over there. Not going near that fucking zombie. I hate this game. It's terrifying. And then my boyfriend was like, no, you've got to go and kill the zombie to get past this next part. I'm like, ah. And I hit it with a baseball bat like three times, and it died. And I was like, oh, this is fine. Yeah. This is great. I run at zombies now. I'm like, fucking yeah. Part of the game is stealth. You're mm. supposed to avoid attacks with zombies more than you're supposed to engage with them, but mm. that's fucking boring. Yeah. And I'd rather go in there with a chainsaw <laughs> and attack them. But I was terrified. Yeah. I don't know. I've never been that afraid of a game in ages. Well, you haven't. You hate zombies. I do. I fucking hate yes. them. I love killing them. <laughs> yeah. You, the you, your nightmares are always zombie nightmares. That and dinosaurs. <laughs> yeah. For some reason. Yeah. No Jurassic Park for you. Yeah. Fucking Jesus. But I, I do love Jurassic yeah. Park, but for some reason my dreams just yeah. fucking love zombies and dinosaurs. Yeah. But yeah, I was terrified of my character dying, and then I realized in every other like first-person shooter or that sort of survival game, you're going to be fighting armed combatants, mm. <laughs> bears, <laughs> like demons, and then you die, and the game goes back to its previous save yeah. point, and you keep playing. Yeah, yeah. It's not like them being the undead doesn't change what would happen in a regular game yeah. with different enemies. Yeah. But for some reason, because it's so fucking creepy... <laughs> And I bet you know. I was afraid of attacking it, but once I did, I'm like, "Oh, this is easy. easy. Never mind. I'm okay now." <laughs> well, it's a dread, isn't it? And I was reading something recently talking about dread, and you know, I would say 99% of the shit that we get anxious over is because of dread. And the thing that we're dreading actually doesn't have, usually, I would say 99% of the time, doesn't actually have a high risk outcome for mm. us, but. We dread it so much, and then that that dread is what prevents us yeah. from engaging in it or something. And I think ninety percent of the truly horrible things that happen to mm. us in our lives are unavoidable 
Yeah. And you can't see them coming. No, exactly. You just wake up one day and it's happened and you're like, fuck. Yeah. It's, it's the not things that we've done. No. <laughs> no, exactly. You're right. Yeah. Because yeah. dread comes from knowing that, because normally it's like knowing what's coming, but yeah. at least then we have time to prepare. Like you said, those truly horrible things that happen in our lives are normally things we don't have time to prepare yeah. ourselves for. So we're hit with it as a surprise. Mm. So realistically, I mean, I, I, I've, I try to push through dread, but dread still like prevents it. It doesn't prevent me from doing things. I've never been a runner, or wa- runner away mm. from things. I definitely would not say that about you for sure. That I run away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it definitely doesn't prevent me, but it will prolong the time that it'll take me to get there. Yeah, yeah. So eventually, I'll do it. Like dread never stops me from doing it, but it definitely will sometimes make me take a few steps back and pause and wait a little bit longer than I should sort of thing. But yeah. there's so many people I know that dread just stops them and they get so crippled by it. Mm. No, and it I, just um, makes me sad. I, I psych myself out with <laughs> stuff quite a bit. Mm. I found being annoyed really fixes that mm. a lot, <laughs> especially if you're, what you're afraid of is phone calls or something along those lines. <laughs> like on a good day, I have to call someone mm. and harass them about giving me an invoice or something. Mm. <laughs> I like put it off. I don't want to do it. No. But if I've had a shit day and people are pissing me their fuck off, <laughs> I'm like, where's the phone? I'll fucking call them. And I'm like, sometimes I worry I'm going to swear at customers. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm just going to be like, look, I'm sorry you're an idiot, but I need this. Yes. And I'm going to get fired. Because when I'm annoyed, I don't fucking care. I know. I know. That's why I did that yesterday because at work at the moment, our air con's not working Ugh. and we live in the tropics yeah, so not true. having air con in you our building yeah oh, i don't know but I we've, in, we've had air con the whole time we've had thunderstorm buildups mm. so it's been saying it's like Gross. 30 degrees mm. but it feels like 36 degrees and the humidity has been disgusting oh the humidity oh Sorry. no you're right <laughs> but in that because we have temperature we can go online and look at our temperature controls for our air con and like in one part of our building, it's gone to 33 degrees. Oh. And then in the other parts, it was close to 30 degrees. That's gross. So I, some, the, the aircon company came out on and did their monthly maintenance on the chillers on Tuesday. And the aircon was working fine on Tuesday. Mm. And then Wednesday, suddenly it stops working. And mm-hmm. the chiller, there's an alert on the chiller on the online thing. And I'm like, this dude's come out. And he's done whatever he's had to do on the chillers. And I reckon he's broken something because apparently, yeah, exactly. Mm. He's apparently, apparently I wasn't there to see him, but apparently he's a different dude than normally comes Ah, to do this stuff. So I reckon he's a new guy. He's broken something. And so we've said the aircon's not working now. I've, I've, because we have to send away to this state government department that deals with, Mm, um, yeah. Um, so I've sent the way to them. Oh, mind you, they've been really good. I know that that department, that state government <laughs> department, has some real fucking like history of being shit, but mm. they they've actually been really good to us. But I've emailed them and said we need someone to come back out, and or one of my team leaders did anyway. And the guy comes out and he's like, "Oh, there's a broken part that I'll have to order," and he like somehow made made one chiller work to. but then i was away on thursday because i was unwell and then on friday i come into work and a freaking aircon still not working the guy was meant to come back yesterday Mm. didn't come back i contacted that state government department again and i said i need somebody to come out like urgently to look at this because 
we have a kindergarten and if we I don't want kids being in 30 degrees like no, little exactly. kids you know little humans being those in things, 30 degrees those little things can't stay still they're no, always exactly. generating energy and heat so I emailed them and they emailed me back and said yeah we've contacted them they're going to send someone out on Tuesday and I'm like, oh. and talking about being annoyed yeah. I'm like that is not good enough and then I'm like this poor person <laughs> so my first yeah. emails were very terse and I could see that he was getting terse and I'm like I'm not actually annoyed at him I'm annoyed at the air conditioning <laughs> company so my next emails were like and thank you so much for your prompt reply and being really like mm. I really appreciate all your help. And then after that, he was a lot more responsive. Yes. <laughs> and I'm like, a pray a lot of bit of praise goes a long way. But yeah, talking yeah. talking about being annoying because I wanted to get on the freaking phone. I was so hot because <laughs> I was the only person in the office that day. I was sitting there with a pedestal fan behind me, like I was just because my office is usually freezing so I always wear long pants when I go to work yeah. and I had these Me like too. fucking polyester long pants on yesterday and I just wanted to oh. I wanted to rip them off and be sitting there in my underwear but we had midwives there with women coming in and I'm like that I can't really be sitting here <laughs> with my pants off probably shouldn't be though <laughs> mind you if it was a day where I knew we weren't going to get any visitors I seriously <laughs> would have taken my pants off but <laughs> polyester in the heat is not nice exactly yeah or at least gone home and changed but I was just like so I emailed the guy back and I'm like can you tell them they need to be here Monday Mm. they need to come here Monday and try and reprogram that other chiller I understand that they're waiting for a part they need to put a rush on that so he got that happening but Mm. I'm just there are a lot of parts that are hard to get to at the moment yeah COVID, it really and I understand that, but I'm just like life. I said to them, we have a kindergarten. Like I need it to be working, yeah. otherwise I Everyone have to close. Parts, you would think, yeah, in cans would be all over the place. No, so mm-hmm. we, you know, we've got to like make let the parents make the decision about whether or not they want to send their kids and just do a lot of water play and get a lot of zooper dupers yeah. but yeah seriously just a sprinkler on all times yeah exactly just talking about doing things when being pissed off that it mm. kind of yeah because I'm normally not one to get cranky like i'll get cranky i get crankier with people i know because i know that they're not going to hate me and they know my true character so they know (laughs) that i'm not a bitch in general so they tend to know that if i'm cranky then they've probably done something stupid yeah you you get what i mean (laughs) yeah but people that i don't talk to normally i'm like i don't want them to think i'm a bitch because i'm not That's a tricky side. I've act- I was actually on the receiving end of a misunderstanding like that um, sort of thing this week as mm-hmm. well. Because we got a new job in and the work request is really vague. Mm-hmm. So I contacted the guy who lodged the job for more information and he called me up and he's just immediately just pissed at me. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I don't understand what you mean. And they, what is there to not understand? <laughs> Your request is super vague. I need more information. Mm-hmm. That's not... I'm not trying to communicate a complicated piece of information. Mm-hmm. I'm asking you to tell me what you want. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then it turned out that he'd already tried to call me, but I think he tried to call a help desk for a division of my company that's completely different mm. to my division. Yeah. <laughs> and then he found my, my number because mine was in the email I mm. sent him and he called me. And then I found out that he'd sent me an email explaining things but it hadn't come through yet. Mm. <laughs> it came through whilst I was talking to him. Yeah. And then I found out that this job actually is several months old, mm. but he was dealing with the wrong department and yeah. has only just recently shifted over to my department. Mm. 
um, and the way a uh, company works mm. is one job gets cancelled and a new job gets raised. Mm. There's no linking mm. between divisions mm. of information. Mm. So he thought I had all the information that he'd previously supplied mm. to the incorrect division <laughs> over the last two months. <laughs> and he thought I was just being a smartass yeah. or something like that. Yeah. I wasn't reading the emails properly mm-hmm. or something like that. Like, no, literally, dude, <laughs> today is my first time being involved and all I've got is your one vague line of information. Yeah. <laughs> and he blamed it on Fridays and how he hates his life pretty much. <laughs> and we were okay from there. <laughs> it's really interesting, those, like, brief contacts you have with people and how, like, when you don't know the history and there's – you've only got like a little bit of the context and stuff. Mm. Like it really makes me to makes me think you really have to take a step back and kind of really think what's happening for this person. But then when they don't do the same courtesy to you, that's when you're just like, fuck you asshole. (laughs) I know. I think part of it was kind of like, surely you would know that based on my email, that that's the only information I had. Mm. Because I say the work order says this, Mm. can I have more information? Mm. You would think that would imply that I didn't have any more information, information yeah. and therefore you'd start off at a more placid yeah. sort of starting point. Maybe he's one of those people that rather than being exasperated and just like, oh, I've been dealing with this for two months and blah, 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 he just was immediately at that point of like anger. Yeah, <laughs> I think so. He'd had enough. I think as well, because you know what it's like when you get pushed between different people? Mm. And you start losing your shit more and more every time you get pushed over to a new mm. person. And you're like, just tell me. Tell me who I need to speak to. The first time, <laughs> exactly. send me straight to them for the love of God. Yeah, exactly. Don't fuck ass around. But I have to re-explain my phone call. <laughs> Fifth time. I know. Only be told I'm in the wrong department. I'm going to lose my shit. Uh, I, and can you imagine, this is, I mean, because work, I work in the human services sector, so... I think about it, like how annoying that is as a customer to do that with like a service that you're trying to to get like mm. purchase. But I'm just thinking, imagine being in a crisis, like mm. homeless or something, and you're trying to find you call someone that you think is the right service, and they're like, "I'm sorry." You explain your whole situation, and they're like, "I'm sorry, but that's not what we do here." Yeah. Contact these people, and then you contact them, and you've got to explain your whole situation, like. Oh, and then your totally, phone goes dead. Yeah. You've run out of battery. <laughs> yeah, or you've like lost you you've run out of freaking phone credit or something. Yeah. And then oh I can just that would be just so so very stressful. Yeah, and just draining. Like yeah. You, you just gotta hope you find the right person sometimes. Yeah. Like I wasn't sure if I was supposed to do this job that this guy called me about. Yeah. Or if I'm supposed to palm it back off to people who started the job to begin with and yeah. let them finish it. In the end, it turns out, no, it's my job. But I was going to try and get myself involved in it as much as I could, even yeah. if I was passing it back to a different division. Yeah. Because I really felt sorry for this guy. Yeah. <laughs> and sometimes you just got to hope that you get through to that one person who says, it's not my department, but yeah. I will follow this yeah. for you. I will chase this up. Yeah. I will make sure something happens. But companies need to have that as their customer service. Well, you would think well. so. I mean, I had that recent issue with my car dealership that I go yeah. and get the servicing and how I was so pissed off that they <laughs> did shit for their own convenience rather than the customer's convenience. But that's why it also comes down to the culture because in the culture in our workplace is that we will never 
force someone to go and then have to retell their story multiple times like we if they call us and tell us and then we're not suitable for them we will find the service for them so they don't have to retell yeah you know we'll do as much as we can and that's the culture we have is that we're here to help these people we're here to serve them even if our service isn't funded to support them and we can't provide them with that support or you know they're wanting homelessness support and we're not a homelessness service Mm. we will help them get in contact with the right service and that's, that's what companies good. need to do yeah. you know it's just a no wrong door sort of policy no, that would be nice hmm. unfortunately i work for a profit-based yes exactly kind of like k-pop studios <laughs> go based on most profit yes <laughs> it's really it's really odd because when you work for a smaller business um going an extra mile for your customers is how you make more money mm. And that still even applies to some of our local customers. Mm. But since we've become part of this bigger corporation, we really learned that a lot of the time people will only do their job and that's it. Mm. And that's because it actually makes more money by them being efficient mm. and not spending time on things that aren't their department. Mm. So it's kind of like a bit of a culture shift mm. for me to yeah. go from like, no, but I want to make sure this gets done. I'll do something extra to, nope. I've handed this on now. Mm. <laughs> I need to go back to my other gigantic list of things I need yeah. to do and not spend any more time on this. Yeah. It's definitely a mental shift. Yeah, definitely. We spoke about a lot of different things today. We talked we a lot about K-pop. We actually didn't diverge as much as I thought. No, me neither. Yeah. Especially since I haven't listened to a lot of the newer stuff, but yeah. still managed to talk about a lot. <laughs> There's lots of stuff that's not just about the good-lookingness or the dancing or the singing or anything. There's lots of other sort of cultural things that come along yeah, with exactly. that Yeah, exactly. It is yeah. definitely like a different culture. Yeah. Anyway, this is probably going to be a longer podcast than we've previously done. I guess just getting back into it, we're Yeah, it makes yeah. sense. First one of the year. Yeah, Good exactly. Exactly. Um, but anyway, until next time. Thanks for joining us. See ya. Bye.